with Jacob Page, y'all. You know what time it is. So pull up a seat, grab a glass of wine, and take off your pants. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Date Quarantining on Zoom night, afternoon, Sorry? in the playroom upstairs, the bonus room, wow. with Jacob Page. I just bought that URL going to be worth a lot one day. It is. It is. Um, well, we are quarantined, mm-hmm. and so we're trying the whole do a podcast on Zoom thing. Hey, it worked for the first time because I wasn't in charge. You know what didn't work was you trying to smile for the picture that we were going to use for the huh. thumbnail. Remember we took it three or four times? No, and, I don't. Well, all you need to do is reference I the photo that I'm going to post, post well, with this. Okay. Well, we'll see about that. Ryan and Sammy Roberts of Bustled. It is a company that connects brides and grooms with vendors uh, but no one's getting married right now. And Jake didn't know what a bustle was. So we had well, a that's... lesson and a get to know you. Mm. And yes. you might have met your <laughs> hair and wardrobe off guy. Yes, he was extremely fashionable, uh-huh. had extremely large hair. We're talking about Ryan. <laughs> and I think people we, we had a good conversation with them. And we're going to give this sort of Zooming podcast thing a shot. Here's the first one. Sure. Take a listen. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan and Sammy, it's great to meet you. So nice to meet you nice guys. Meet you thank guys. you. Thank you for chatting with us tonight. <laughs> well, actually, hey, thank you for chatting with us. Um, it feels so good to see other humans, even on the screen. Oh. I don't even care. <laughs> remember what it was like when you, I said to Ryan, I'm like, do I remember how to talk to people? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I don't, almost not, actually. Yeah, we... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and like we so we've been going on long walks. I'm just gonna start talking randomly. About we go on long walks uh, on the weekend, and we have a two year old, so we'll always bring the stroller because you know she'll want to get out and all this other stuff. We have a neighbor who likes to get way too close, way too far into the six feet, eight feet range. What? So I use the stroller to like kind of keep him at bay. Ooh, here. that's a yeah. good idea. Wait, where is your two year old right now? How are we doing this? So our my mother in law Sammy's mom, she's uh she watches us. Oh how <laughs> lovely. Yeah, she just thinks. Two year olds are fun. Two year olds are fun. That's the that's the word we use to describe them. Yeah, we live Yeah, I mean look, I, I get it. What it takes it takes a village, especially when you're um running a company together virtually, I assume, too now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Gosh, so before we jump into that, why don't you tell the listeners who may not be familiar, um, and I have pronounced the name of your company in my head probably 12 different ways. So I, I never just, even thought of that. Do you, know, do you not, know, not know what a bustle it's is? It's bustled, but when I first saw it, you know how like some companies have like LTD, like limited? I, yeah. I thought it was bust limited, and I said, <laughs> well, that's probably not, <laughs> probably not right. So can you, can you tell people... <laughs> Could you tell people about uh, who you are, the company? Obviously, you're here in Charlotte, which is relevant to a lot of people listening, but you're well beyond Charlotte as well. Okay. You got it. <laughs> All right. Well, Bustled is an online wedding resource uh, that connects engaged couples and wedding vendors based on fit. Um, so we have built a proprietary matching algorithm. So think like a dating app. Where you come on, you take a quiz, and then the vendors take a similar quiz, and we match you. So you see 
the best vendor for your style and your budget um, instead of having to sort through like thousands and thousands of options out there. And so we started, like I said, exclusively here in Charlotte um, and have now expanded across um, all of North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, yeah, yep. and Alabama, in Alabama, yeah, yep. Yeah. And did you guys launch together? Did like how did this come about? So I actually run a wedding planning company and had been running that for about two or three years. Yeah. We're probably about two years in, and we were driving back from a wedding. Ryan was was assisting. Yeah, I'm not a good assistant. No, I can't. <laughs> I can lift stuff, and that's about it. Right. <laughs> and we were. Just we were just chatting and, you know, I was saying, I wish there was a better way to connect to the right couple. And Ryan has this tech background. And all of a sudden he was like, well, I have this idea. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's, let's do it. It was and like so, a three hour drive back from the mountains. And we're like, uh, like let's this whole thing out. And then, then just got to work, kind of putting it together, seeing if we if, if it would work. And started talking to couples and vendors. And then here we are four years later. Yeah. I feel like it was about a year to build. And then, yeah. Yeah, we've been in business for four years now. And then, so did you like have previous careers that you quit to start this together? What were you guys doing before? So I was uh, full-time running the wedding planning company, which I still run on the side. Um, and then Ryan had a... Yeah, I spent most of my career at uh, Thompson Reuters and Dun & Bradstreet. So working very different than weddings, but um, working with a lot of big companies like Winston or J.P. Morgan, places like that to help them on the client side. Hmm. Uh, but we use a lot of algorithms and data analytics, and that's kind of what helps kind of bring all this to life back with Sammy's, uh, Sammy's industry knowledge. Yeah, so he quit his job to uh, yep. do all things weddings. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was a couple years ago. That was a couple years ago. Um, so, yeah. Hel- 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 you planned our wedding. Mm-hmm. And you, Correct. you did a great job. <laughs> you did a great like- job. Like where, so where does your service sort of fall in? Is it like, could it like, like, can you have you guys and a wedding planner or are you in lieu of a wedding planner? Is that what you mean? Yes. Like where, where would it have fit in for us? Right. Yeah, you can, it can be both. So, uh, obviously we are pro wedding planner coming from, from wedding planning. Uh, so this like really helps. This is really helped though with finding vendors for people who, um, you know, they may have a wedding planner, they may have a day of coordinator. Um, so it can kind of supplement wherever you might need help. But we have tons of inspiration. Um, the vendor piece is huge. We also vet all of our vendors, which isn't something a lot of couples know. But um, on a lot of the other sites, people just pay to sit at the top. Like they might have never done a wedding before. But we have certain criteria that our vendors have to meet in order to even be featured on our site. Yeah, and I think, I mean, only 18% of couples actually hire a wedding planner. So there's this huge piece of the market that is kind of on their own to piece all this together. So we just want to help educate them from a planner's perspective on kind of what to expect and, um, and, and how to find their inspiration. And th- the biggest thing with Bustle, though, is that like not everyone's a good fit for everyone, right? You may be more of a rustic couple or you may be more of a downtown. And we want to help you find the vendors that best suit that mm-hmm. without you having to stress and look through thousands of options. So the, the 18%, um, that must not include mothers. No, they're. (laughs) I would think we'd be at a hundred percent if we uh, included that. So I just remember, like, when 
I feel like there was like a big trend of like Bridezilla and like, you know, all those like reality shows. Are are you guys keeping like brides sane? Is that what it is? Bustled help like keep people sane in the process? Like what do you, what have you found maybe is like, you know what? We didn't go into business intending to like. Well, especially now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I went on a walk today and I was listening to a couple of your podcasts just so I had a clue like, you know. Just to do some research. Sure. I'm a, I'm a researcher. Yes. And <laughs> me too. Yeah. And I was, uh, first of all, my heart breaks for people who's, I mean, graduation's a big deal. Like, I feel horrible for high school and college seniors and everyone who's had to cancel, you know, vacations, major life events, et cetera. But I think maybe no no more so than people whose weddings were supposed to be, uh, you know? you got to be kidding me. Unbelievable. That's the saddest truly, thing. I mean, it's, it, and it's cool that people are pivoting and, like, being flexible and finding cool different ways to kind of do things. But, like, it's your wedding, like. Oh, you're one time for everybody to come together. And it's, it's just, oh, I don't want to hammer it in for people who are hearing this and have, and have had to do it. But how has it changed for you guys with that? It's so, it's so horrible. Like we've talked to so many couples and we've had, you know, like you mentioned a couple, a few of the couples on our podcast talking about it. But um, I think the biggest thing is we've actually just launched a uh, virtual wedding platform. So our couples will be able to live stream like their wedding, um, which isn't, isn't the original plan. <laughs> oh, that's not, cool though. Not but we're, again, we're just trying to help couples have the best day that they can given the circumstances. So Ryan yeah. and I got married in, a, in the middle of a hurricane, which is nowhere close to dramatic. No, but I so heard, I heard you saying, we almost did too. And I heard yeah. you saying, I listened to that one today. Actually, you talked about that. Um, and <laughs> I heard you say that the air conditioning didn't work for an August wedding in New York. Is that right? That to me, I would almost rather be, I would rather have like a quarantine happen. Like I, (laughs) I sweat so much. I I would, I wanted to die just hearing you say that. Yeah, so things have changed, and I got to think one of the vendors now is probably like therapy. I mean, to, to I deal with this. Well, that's the yeah. thing too. I mean, we talk about it all from the bride and groom's perspective, but for you guys, I mean, for everyone, for the business owners, I, like Vinny, we're, we uh, talked a couple weeks ago with. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever run across Vinny and Diane Esposito. The do you work with them? Second for, uh, sure, yeah. Second, yeah, and like it's heartbreaking for them. They're they're losing money left and right, and then they're also faced with the question of like, what's fair to to hold people to the contract they've signed? You know what yeah. I mean? Just like they kind of need that money for the deposits to keep their own businesses going, but it's not really right. fair to ask someone to pay for something that they're never going to get the service for. All these questions that are just like, oh, what do you yeah. do? And it's, yeah, it's just, it's so unknown. Like, and yeah. it's so hard to watch because we, you know, we work with the couples and we work with the vendors. And so to see it from both sides, like their days are not at all going to be. And then the vendors are going through all these struggles. So it's just, it's crazy. And I think, yeah. you know, like I was talking to this one vendor and it was just saying like, you know, weddings are the things that we thought would always be happening. Yeah. Even 2008, know? like it didn't drop mm-hmm, that much. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's bit less, but the wedding still passed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't think about the wedding being as truly <clears throat> affected. So it's definitely, right. it's definitely been interesting. Wait, so are you finding it's that our- more people now are, are people pushing? Are people doing this sort of like, 
open-ended push or do you feel that are, are people biting on this virtual thing just to be like, you know what, this is, this was in the cards. This is part of our story. We're going to get married. Yeah. So about 40% of couples in that April, May range, uh, April, May, June, 40% of like really all weddings in 2020 are postponing into 2021. What a um, disaster. Most of April, May, June. Yeah. And Gosh. then if it keeps tagging on, it's just going to like, I mean, at some point you got to say like, I, I want to start my life with my person. Right. Right. Like, right. So it's, I mean, you, you can't know, have all these people living in sin for so long, Ryan. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh. Put a ring on it. Seriously. Exactly. Please the exactly. grandmothers. Yes. And exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's that. It's super unfortunate. I feel like what a lot of people are doing, though, is doing small ceremonies now and then big parties later. later. Yeah. Which I feel like we're going to need the big parties. Like, yes. everyone's going to want to come out of those and party yeah. and be with people <laughs> and remember what it's like to talk and all of those things. <laughs> and not be from each other yeah, right exactly. right so as a wedding planner are you like are you guys having to like, go into your bag of tricks now sammy like are you are you not just pushing to like maybe your normal vendors but you're having to get creative like okay uh now maybe let's use uh these guys because their av is amazing and they can stream you follow me or, like are you putting together like different yeah. puzzle pieces of uh wedding yeah. packages now yes yeah, because the crazy thing is, is the people who are postponing, like all of their, it is virtually impossible to get the same date again with the whole entire team. Okay, so right. we're just like having to get, having to get creative and, you know, having to get creative with, okay, on this day, you're going to get married with this many people. And then a couple months later, we're going to do this piece. So I have gotten very good at postponing weddings, which is not something that I ever yeah. was looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, but I can add that to my, uh, <laughs> my tricks, I guess. So I mean, it's, it's crazy when you think about it, like even like a forest, right? Like different flowers are in season at different times. So if you're getting married in the spring versus in the winter or fall, like those are completely Oh different. right. That right. Like the whole vision changes. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, vision. More or less. <laughs> yeah. The brides use okay. words like vision, okay, Jake? Uh, well, what's a digital vision board look like now? Don't worry about it. Like, is that like, it's like, called Pinterest. Just change your virtual background. Like, oh, look, now, yeah. now we're getting married in, in the palms. That's true. Wait, wait I want to know from you guys. So I'm so curious, just in general, and not, not even necessarily in quarantine times, because obviously everyone's changing for that. Where's this going? But no, I'm curious about like, regionally because you, you're based uh, in charlotte i'm sure you work with a ton of charlotte brides and grooms but i know that anybody anybody theoretically could you guys are international or national right like does everyone across the country use you to some extent we service most of the southeast yeah okay right so now. southeast yeah. so okay because but i'm sure you've got your finger on the pulse of like weddings in general i'm so intrigued by wedding culture in general from like place to place when you go like we Jake and I met in New York we're both from I'm from the DC area he's from North Carolina we met in New York and so we've been to weddings you know all up and down mostly the east coast but like and and just the trends over the years how they've changed like when I when we got married it was like I had never heard of anyone almost really doing it right when we did it started a little bit but it was mostly like church and like hotel for the reception, like it was either a super, super nice hotel or it was like a, you know, community venue or something. In, and then, whereas like we went to like uh, a wedding in New Jersey, my sisters-in-law are from New Jersey and we went to that one from your friend randomly. Yeah. We were like, we, we were like D-list, like literally they, they got enough no's and like, you guys come. And it was, I the, don't most, know how we made it was the most fun yeah. wedding we've ever been to because there was a million people there. And in New Jersey, they feed you 700 meals. 
before, like, right? Like, I was like, and then, and they give you, everyone from New Jersey gives you cash as a present for your wedding. So much cash. I think we gave them like a hundred dollars. Oh, we were horrified. I found out afterward that like, no, you're supposed to basically reimburse what you think it costs for them to host you. And I'm like, oh dear. The people who came to our wedding, (laughs) the people who came to our wedding from New Jersey were like, is everyone in New Jersey loaded? Like, they gave us like wads of cash. And then we found out that culturally there, that's like a, and then people from the South would be like, I got you $25 to Belk. And you're like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. We went to this friend's wedding in New York, and our other friend and I were like, just like having eating so much at cocktail hour. And Ryan was like, this is not all the food. This and isn't I like, the meal. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, it is. This is so much food. And then obviously they opened like this other totally awesome space with more appetizers. And I'm like, okay, wait. Yeah. And then there's a three course seat of dinner. My friend and I were just like, in our chairs, like, oh my gosh, too much it's food. Amazing. And then at the end of the very end of the night, there was uh, a food truck. Oh, and food. And fast food. Late it night was food. ridiculous. Yeah. What? It's like our first night out from, from, uh, God, I only ever want to go to weddings in New Jersey. Can can New Jersey just, if nothing else, like let's just, I know, make everyone just wear masks and let's go to New Jersey weddings. Let's go to New Jersey (laughs) with masks. No, so all right, yes, everything has changed right now. We're in this real world, but what are the what are some trends right now in weddings? I'm so curious. Like maybe like some vendors that you find are just getting a ton of love right now from people that maybe have been was different than in 2006. Yeah, like the food truck thing. I would imagine that's kind of a new thing, right? Yeah, yeah, the food truck thing. Um, I mean, I think right now, interestingly enough, I was thinking we were saying elopements were becoming popular. Now they're popular by default. Yeah. The smaller <laughs> weddings, like micro weddings are super popular, hmm. um, especially because you can really have an over-the-top New York, New Jersey wedding, you know, uh, for a lot less expensive. So it's, it's like you can have this really crazy wedding, but on a reasonable budget. Um, so micro weddings is a is a was a big trend and I think will continue to be a big trend mm-hmm. uh, post yeah. coronavirus. Um, so that's one thing. And then food trucks are, are so fun. And so a lot of people are doing those for their dinner. Um, we've seen them at late night. Um, so there's a lot of really cool. And I think breweries have been big too. Yeah. People starting mm-hmm. to get married in breweries, which I think is fun. You had one wedding where you got married at, uh, the couple got married at uh, Romero Bearden. And then, and then wow. And that was awesome. Ooh. Yeah. Can you rent out Romare Bearden to get married? Is that how you have to do that? Yeah, you can rent a space for it. Dang. Yeah. Oh, I bet yeah, that's cool. gorgeous. That is baller yeah. status. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. What about like so, what about dresses and, and, and bridesmaids' clothes and stuff? I remember when again back at we got married in two thousand two and up until then again two thousand six. Like, I mean two thousand I just said 2006. 2002. What am I talking about? I graduated about? from college. That's right. Sorry. I looked at you oh and I said 2002 because I'm used to looking. Because I look like I'm 50 Jake's now. Jake's my okay. child groom. He's. I'm 2001. He was 2002 from college. Right, so I got, so I'm sorry. I got thrown carry off. Carry on. <laughs> by my days. Gosh. Ate yourself a few years. Yeah. Whatever. So I guess we'll be celebrating our 20th, our 20th. years <laughs> soon. I need to get my act together. But, yeah, thanks. Thank you so much. Oh wow, it's our silver anniversary or whatever that's called. Um, but nobody ever wore anything. It was like there was like a wedding dress uniform almost. It was like strapless ball gown, you know. And then like by the time we got married in two thousand 
six, it had transitioned a little bit to like the mermaid, the trumpet, the, you know, different, different types of things. Are there, I mean, I know everyone, and I feel like everyone now, the, the, the trend, if there's a trend, it would be like, be unique, get, do your own thing. How, you know, are you, is that like a, was that a humble brag? What? To pat yourself. Cause you did the unique, do your own thing. Oh with my God. All your no, dresses. I didn't. No, they what? all got to wear their own dress. Oh, 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 you're talking about bridesmaids dresses. He, what are you so talking far, about? I'm talking about wedding dresses. You had two. I, well, I know, but that was because Tristan. Oh, 2002 and one in 2006. <laughs> That's my guy. Ryan, That's I like you. my guy, Ryan. Yeah. yeah, so you had two dresses. Your bridesmaids were all allowed to wear whatever black dress they wanted. That's right. So I yes, feel this like this was all just me teeing myself up. That's to all this is. is like now that that's out of the way. If we could go one podcast without you talking about our 2002 <laughs> wedding party, I just. <laughs> all right. Sorry. Go ahead. Back to my question. trumpets. Yep. Trumpets. Yes. Do people have trumpets played? That's what I was asking. Right. <laughs> what was your question? My dresses. Yeah. Like trends oh, and dresses and bridesmaids. Dress. I am. I have to. Can I can I can I throw a little bit of shade? Oh, and because he did no, he did not on you guys. I don't know. I mean, everyone. <laughs> we just met you. There's <laughs> yeah. some shade on uh, Bustle. No, Ryan, you need a haircut. There's there's some shade. No, he doesn't. No, he died. No, it's it looks amazing. tremendous. It does. Um, I hate bridesmaids dresses. I I don't. Fi- I find that there's. And I know everyone says that and everyone hates them, but I think there. It's it seems so silly to me to have grown women wear all the exact same thing, and I'm glad to see that trend does kind of go away a little bit, right? Is, aren't people getting at least a little bit like with cuts, like you could pick different cuts yeah. that you want to wear? Yeah, I think people are, are just letting it be more custom. Like I'm loving when people let it be completely different. Like I just had a couple who did like shades of greens and ivories and peaches and like a couple of floral prints that were thrown in there. And it was just, it looked so beautiful together, but everybody wasn't completely cookie cutter the same right and everyone has to pick something that looks good on them which isn't the same dress for every single person yes right yeah that's a big industry now too like compared to when you and i got married in 2002 no 2011 Um, but uh like now you have now you have like companies like uh, bella bridesmaids you have um Bride side, you have bows, like there's always like yeah, Bernie Gray, yeah, have, like dresses all under hundred dollars, which now is you're so talking. nice. I know because yeah. sometimes the bridesmaid dresses are expensive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is a lot to spend on a on a dress you're gonna wear for one day. I yeah. had I had I had one friend when we were, when she was getting married get say she found it was a the j crew line which are actually great because they those are ones that they was kind of like a cocktail dress almost and she goes and guess what she said on this video she's like guess what guys the dress is on sale now so since the dress is on sale i picked out these shoes for you to get since since you're saving so much on the dress and i was like we were all like we're not saving on the like it's not like we had a budget set aside to be in your wedding like let us just save that money we're not gonna put it toward right. bougie expensive shoes you now want us to wear i don't need to spend it on shoes actually right. <laughs> I, I was gonna put that toward your gift but okay i'll just spend it on the shoes that you want me to wear instead so is charlotte uh charlotte's gonna be home for foreseeable future what i mean what's kind of the benefits, the whys to, to being based here? Yeah, so Brian and I, so I'm kind of from all over the place, uh, but I grew up here in Charlotte for the most part. And, uh, and Ryan, I, I'm originally from Alabama. So huh. Sammy and I actually met at Bama, so roll tide. <laughs> um, okay. And then we moved to New York, and then I was itching to get back to the South. Like, guys, yeah. 
funny enough, I Ryan, love New York, but I had to get back. Ryan, when we came here to visit in, in college, was like, "We're gonna live here one day," and I was like, "No, we're yeah. not coming back." You know, what were you here for in college? <laughs> oh, to come visit, to come to your house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, we're going to move here. And I was like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, cute. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's definitely home for the foreseeable future. We love it here. Yeah, it's great. It's funny how much it's changed. Yeah. Since, since then. But yeah, it, we love it. It's, it's great for, for us and for the business. And, and for raising a family. Yeah. I was just about to say, you did um, also mention a mother-in-law helping with child care, uh-huh. which, let's be honest, yeah. that makes Charlotte yeah. real appealing. It does. <laughs> 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 No, it's hard to beat that. So how, so as two entrepreneurs, uh, how has the quarantine been for you guys? I mean, what's, what's the rhythm look like? You got kids. I don't know if, so we've got a couple people that just insist on still going into the office. I don't know if either of you are like that. Um, just curious because we clearly are handling it very, very well. Oh, that's what I get for making an overreactive <laughs> joke there. All right. I'm back. <laughs> yeah, we've, uh, I mean, from a like, working together perspective, we've been working closely together for so long. Like, we didn't really miss a beat when it comes to that. Um, we, but we did send everybody home. We've got about five other employees and kind of made everybody work from home. We're not going into the office right now. And we did that. Uh, middle of March. Middle of March. Yeah. Um, that part's been hard though because you know we're a small company. We're trying to foster a culture and um, trying to keep everybody connected. We're in separate places. That's been really, really hard. because culture is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That trying to manage a work schedule initially. Yeah. <laughs> initially, my parents were supposed to be traveling, so they ended up, um, you know, canceling their trip, of course. And so then we were like, they were like, well, we're still gonna, you know, enjoy our two weeks off as they should have. And so we were just like anxiously awaiting, like, yeah. you want to come nanny your, your granddaughter? Yeah, that sounds like. <laughs> oh my God. I love them. That sounds like, yes, Jake right. and I always joke yep. about our uh-huh. grandparent situation. That sounds familiar <laughs> in terms of boundaries. I'm like, we are still on vacation. Mm. So we'll be enjoying <laughs> our vacation. Yeah. <laughs> now that They'll be listening. Start- <laughs> no listen it's, oh i'm not watching any grandchildren i don't blame gra- like when grandpa i'm like good for you like yes i am i these three are on their own when they are ours are like i'm not watching their kids i enjoy them and i will facetime with their children and play with them but i am yeah not putting in the hours like some grandparents do god bless the ones who do you're already playing that flag right now Jake, I, yes you're out i'm out you're I'm out. Like, Look at their little faces. Mm-mm. They're going to have more little faces. I, I'm raising their little faces. I'm not raising their faces' faces. My grandmother was the same way. I, oh my, I, my mom's gosh. My mom's the oldest of six. Yeah. And my youngest aunt was 13 when I was born. And my mom said she remembers like she would take, we lived in Virginia and they were, um, in, or we lived in Maryland. They were in Virginia, but it's like a 45 minute drive across three states. And she was like, I remember my mom just being like, not that helpful. And I, and I was like, looking back now as a mom, I ta- I'm like, she was just barely out of the weeds herself. Like she, you know, like we have a 13 year old and like your oldest kid comes over with their kid and wants you to help it all. And you're like, not a chance. I'm calling sister. BS. I think you are going to be just like your parents. Super helpful. My parents are super helpful, but I'm not going to be like them. <laughs> I'm not <gonna> be- wow. <laughs> hey, day night listeners, you heard it here first. Paige is going to be an awful grandmother. <laughs> I'll play. I just want them to stay too. I just don't want to get stuck with the kid just like on kid duty. 
the kid stuck yeah. with yeah. the kid. Yeah. You sort of sound like me early as a parent. I don't know. Well, am I babysitting? <laughs> am I babysitting Ford? Uh, it's not babysitting when it's your actual child, Jake. Is that is that oh, your? No, no, you call it babysitting. No. Yeah, don't use no. that term. I no, did. Early. Ryan has learned that lesson. I can tell. Yeah. Uh, but you guys seem like you're doing great. Just trapped in the house together. That's wonderful. Do you have pants on? Please tell me you don't have pants. Do you have on? pants on? Not real pants, anyway. Pants off. Oh, I definitely do not have real pants. Attica. Yes. I'm not using size sweatpants. Again, Ryan over here. I'm a weirdo. Every day. If you look good, then you feel good. If Ooh. you feel good, you play good. So this is this is it, guys. And I'm like, I'm never wearing jeans again. Ever. Oh, ever. Gosh. ever. Ryan, I love it, mate. So <laughs> so for those. What? You what? Oh, just the jeans. No more jeans. Oh, yeah. No more jeans. <laughs> well, Ryan, so this is going to be audio. Ryan has on a starch shirt. He's looking trendy as hell. Yeah. He's got, he's got big <laughs> hair just like me. Uh, but from one I'm hair guy to good. another, you, you, it's, it looks worrisome. It looks like you're right on the edge <laughs> of your product being able to handle it. Yeah, I don't think it can. I mean, it's, about to take off and fly. it's asking a lot of gel. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going through a whole jar per day. Ryan is <laughs> measuring quarantine by how many haircuts he's missed. That's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm too deep at this point. It's, uh, <laughs> so, you're you're a uh, you're a data guy. I think financial guy background. You mentioned in New York, and then Sammy, you're like uh, like in this subjective, creative world. How how do you guys make it work? Because Paige and I are at least in the same. Like we're in the same business, we're in the same industry. We like to talk essentially for a living, and we like you know we do creative stuff. You guys have very different or very different uh, skill sets, but obviously you're making it work. Yeah, it's um, I think it's like a it's a good thing in that we balance each other out. Yeah. We're good at the opposite things that the other person's not good at. Yeah, but it definitely you know it definitely makes things interesting because we have very different perspectives. So you know we both but we're both very passionate. Yeah. So. <laughs> We get we get heated, but then we we figure it out. Yeah, we tend to defer to like, okay, where what bucket does this fall in? Okay, that's that's more Sammy, so we're gonna go with whatever your decision is. We kind of coin flip, but we do we really are pretty. And then when it's the other way, way, then you know yeah. I want to win that one too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we call and that I, yeah. we call that your thing, my thing. Jake and I actually did a whole a whole podcast called Your Thing, My Thing because yeah. that's kind of how we like a couple years into our marriage learned like you know what we're not really good collaborators in some ways mm. I hate group projects I don't like to compromise or have to like go back and forth so this is your thing <laughs> this is my thing if if you want to weigh in on it then you can just do it group projects <laughs> collaborating back and forth that's sort of the podcast life yeah, wait are you so are you out on the podcast is that what's happening right now what are you talking this whole about? time for four years have you not enjoyed date night that's a collaboration of people. Oh my gosh. More breaking news. More breaking yeah. news. Our pod- podcasts are basically like group therapy that you just put or uh, couples therapy that you put out to the world, right? Mm. Do you find that that you you work through a lot of issues as you podcast? Yeah, tell us together. about your podcast. How, what, what can people expect to hear? Yeah, so we give a lot of planning tips. We uh, Ryan talks a lot about cake and Alabama and Alabama football, Uh, but no, it's really it's really planning tips on you know how to how to plan your wedding, uh, what the trends are, um, you know specific things like hard decisions, how to how to cut the guest list or how to save money on budget, Um, and we've obviously been covering a lot right now with how to deal with coronavirus and postponements and those kinds of things and how to how to plan from home. I think a lot of people are missing that human connection, so. 
it's fun. Yeah. It's been, it's been fun. And a lot of times uh, it does bring out, it is almost couple therapy when yeah. we're recording together. <laughs> it is fun. And you start like going down these weird paths. And it's like, oh, how do we end up there? And how do we get back on topic? <laughs> but come on, Ryan, I'm, I'm trying to follow your, your facial expressions here. Look, creating content when you're trying to run a business, it could get to be a lot. So how are we doing all right there? I had to cough. Sorry. How, is the podcast like, <laughs> How's how's it been in the house? Because when there's nothing else going on, it's like, well, let's just record another podcast, and it's maybe not the first thing on the list. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> missed Ryan on a few episodes. Yeah, they missed me on a few. There's, there's a lot to do around the house. <laughs> it's funny how like projects have become. You know, he doesn't really like to do the projects normally, but now yeah. they're better than podcasts. Uh, yeah. so yeah. no. on the priority list. So a lot of time. <laughs> I'll just tell them, okay, today you have no choice. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. you I think we recorded like four today, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Were you wow. fourth? It was a lot. Dang. Uh, yeah, well, well done, yeah. Lauren. Shout out God to Lauren asked, on the marketing team. Yeah. She's, no, Lauren keeps us on track. Lauren, yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. she was on it. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, all right. So, what can we expect from you guys? I don't know, let's just say the quarantine happens, I don't know, a couple more months-ish. No, meaning weirdness for like a month or sure, two. Sure. But then like six, nine, 12 months, like what can people expect to see from you guys coming up soon? That was a softball to two business owners. <laughs> <laughs> a haircut from Ryan. Uh-huh. And... I think as far as things coming out, so like we mentioned, we have a few things that kind of spun out of coronavirus, but the biggest thing is that we're going to be continuing to expand um, and help, you know, people connect. Um, We're going to be rolling out some more planning tools for couples. Um, So really trying to make it this all-inclusive plan, plan from home, plan from work, plan from wherever you happen to be in whatever state of the world the world is. Um, So really giving couples more tools to plan is, is probably some of the biggest things that are coming out uh, in yeah. the future. Yeah, we just want a more well-rounded platform that can really help, again, de-stress the whole planning process. So that's a big part of what we're doing. Yeah. Ryan and I are always, like, trying to roll out something new. We all, yeah. <laughs> like shiny object syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> and, our, and our team keeps us on track. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, here's, here's six new ideas we're going to do this week. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> maybe, maybe one. Let's, let's go for one a month. Well, <laughs> you guys... What? I got one more. Oh, go. Yeah, I got So in an attempt to bring value as we wind this thing down, Sammy, give our listeners and our brides one or two pieces of advice now, right now. If they're if they're planning a wedding or about to have a wedding now and maybe they're freaking out, like, what should I do? And then what advice do you give a bride sort of normally when they're entering into the uh, the <laughs> wedding process? Yeah. I think right now the biggest thing is to first take a breath. Um, it's, it's weirdly makes everyone feel a little bit better to know we're all, we're all in this together in a way. Um, so I think the biggest piece is to have a contingency plan. So whether your wedding is a month from now, six months from now, obviously there's a lot of unknowns. So have, have a backup plan, have a date set, whether that's just the two of you, your families, your planner, whoever that might be. To kind of sit down and say, okay, if you know things haven't changed at this point, then we reach out and we get alternative dates. 
um, and know like what is your minimum number of guests that you can get married with. Um, so I think having a contingency plan makes everyone feel better um, mm-hmm. because they just they know that there's a backup, which isn't ideal. It's not plan A, but um, it's, it's good planning advice even if you're even if things are going well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. rain. You, know, you can have a hurricane. Um, so I think having that that plan and then it's if you're just starting out and you're planning now for you know, 2021 or whatever and things aren't in this crazy state of the world, my biggest piece of advice is to sit down and have have a have an initial plan. So know what does my budget look like? How many guests do I have? Know that those things are related um, before you start spending money um, is really important because what I see a lot of couples do is spend spend a huge get really excited and go out and buy a super expensive dress mm. or book a really expensive venue and then sit back and say well I just blew half my budget oh. and now I have to make help work so I think having like a, some good framework in the beginning helps make the whole rest of the planning process less stressful mm-hmm. well you heard it here first so that's Sammy <laughs> and then uh Ryan your advice on the way out do you do like a cream and then a blow dryer and then cream oh again? Or what is, what's your ritual in the morning? Yeah, so it's, it's all about the blow dry first, then, then, you, then the paste, and then more paste. <laughs> and then it just keeps going longer even more than that. But yeah, you got, you got to blow dry first. That's what I tell people. It's so much blow dry. I know. Thank you. I'm aware. Well, I invested in a great blow dryer. You did. Jake, Jake. What did I do? Yeah, Jake bought us the the um, dry bar, the yellow fancy uh, hair dryer. No. So now I get to, I know. Who knew? Who knew this podcast would be half about boys' hair, huh? <laughs> Where can well, we I find did. you online? Where can we find you guys online? <laughs> We're online at bustled, B-U-S-T-L-D dot com. And you have the best name for your podcast ever, which is? Everyday and Bustled. You love it. Listen, you guys are delightful. I almost wish that we were like getting remarried or going to do like a 10 year, 20 year vow renewal. Track so that, it for 20. So that we could, yeah. So that we could play and plan something with you guys. You guys are awesome. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Guys are awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having us on the show and <laughs> glad we could talk about boy hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Ditto. Well, hang in there. Hopefully we cross paths at some point in real life. Yeah. I love it. Thank you, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks. Bye. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening, y'all. For past episodes and more, visit jakeandpage.com or get all up in iTunes or wherever you get your podcast with your fine self sitting on your fine couch. Mm -hmm. Talk to you next time. Mm. Yeah. I said, oh, yeah.